I confess, she licked my ass and doesn't remember. Wasn't there a song by Kiss? Lick it up! Right? Lick it up! This podcast is intended for those 18 and over. If that's not you, please come back when you are of age. Welcome to the Bedpost Confessions podcast. Bedpost Confessions is an Austin-based live storytelling series featuring smart, sexy stories. The highlight of each show is the participation of the audience members who have the chance to share their own secrets, wishes, and regrets in the form of anonymous confessions, which are then read aloud during the show. As mentioned in the last podcast, in January, we did a mashup show of Bedpost Confessions, Stories About Sex, and the soundtrack series, Stories About Music. Dana Rossi of the soundtrack series came to Austin, and a regularly scheduled night of Bedpost Confessions was transformed into the sex track series. Stories on sex and music go together seamlessly. Everyone has a story about a song that reminds them of an ex, or some really good or bad, sex, including the Bedpost producers. Throughout the show, each of the Bedpost producers, Julie, Sadie, and myself, told a brief story about sex and music. For this podcast, we put those stories together. So here are the Bedpost producers sharing their stories on a few first times that will always be linked to a song on the radio. We will hear first from Julie, then Sadie, then myself, Mia Martina. In 1989, I turned 20 years old. Don't do the math. (laughs) I was dating a young man that I liked quite a lot, and I decided that it was to him that I would lose my P-I-V virginity. That big hymen-busting moment that would forever declare me no longer a maiden, but a woman. It was slightly painful, Pretty awkward, but tolerable. And while it wasn't the best sex I've ever had, I felt good about the fact that everyone came. (laughs) The contraception worked, and that we seemed to enjoy most of all the same things even outside of bed, including music. At the time, I was an indie punk Brit invasion kind of girl. I loved older music, like the Stones, the Beatles, the Doors, Bowie, and for those of you who were not born at that time, you can look that up. Um, Also, current bands like the Talking Heads, R.E.M., Fishbone, and Pylon. He liked those bands, too. So we were all like hard edge and college rock and grit. And the song that stuck with me for the holy moment, the cherry-plucking passage of Sacred Get Down, The tones that clung to me like a fermata, making me think even to this day about him and our tolerable, clumsy, but mutually orgasmic sex, was the fucking bangles. (laughs) And their saccharine-laced, cavity-inducing, number one on the pop sugar charts, Ode to Forever, Eternal Flame. I'd feel weird about it, eternal and all, but we did wind up friends on Facebook. My first high school boyfriend was named BJ. 
Tr truly. Uh, uh, and BJ drove a black Pontiac Fiero. And it was in that sweet piece of fiberglass engineering that I was shepherded towards my entrance into penetrative penis and vagina sex, which took place in his bedroom one winter night as Tears for Fears, Head Over Heels, played loudly in the background. It was 19. There we go. Oh, we have it. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Okay, that's enough. Okay, so it was 1986. I was 17. Do the math. Go ahead. Um, and BJ did not want to be with me alone to talk about the weather. Does anybody get that? Oh, thank you. I wasn't head over heels for BJ, but I loved him, and he loved me. And so it was that I decided I could trust him to handle me with the same care that he offered his prized Fiero. So BJ had several girlfriends before, and I and had had sex, but I was like, truly inexperienced. I'd never even been fully undressed with a guy before. And so when it was time for me to get undressed, I kind of forgot how to do it. I mean, I had already been sort of successfully taking off my clothes for the last 10 or 12 years, but somehow the skill just suddenly eluded me. Uh, so I left the job of undressing me to him. Uh, you know how sometimes when you like wax your car, say your Fiero, and you miss a spot or two on the hood or the fender. Um, yeah, BJ missed my bra uh, and my socks. I mean, they weren't important to the task at hand, I recognize, but um, the night that I received a cock inside me for the very first time, my bra and my socks remained on my body. Uh, and so this was really all that I could think about. Uh, for the entirety because Roland Orzabal just kept singing something happens and I'm head over heels and all I could think about were my heels which were sweating like fiery fucking lava <laughs> under my socks. I didn't even know that heels could sweat, y'all. Um, but they, they continued to sweat mere moments after it was over because there was a, a knock on his bedroom door but BJ poked his head out into the hallway through the cracked door, concealing me behind it. Uh, it was his mother, um, who had no idea that I was there, uh, and who was slightly drunk and wanting to chat, you know, as drunk mothers are wont to do. <laughs> what, Mom? BJ, how are things with Sadie? She's such a sweet, sweet girl. I hope you're taking good care of her. <laughs> he was. He told her. I looked down at my white bra, my white socks, and the blood that was starting to pool in between my legs on the white sheet. The evidence might have spoken to the contrary, but I knew that he was actually taking as good of care of me as, he, as either one of us knew how. I mean, we were both fumbling we were both young. Um, I've learned now how to take care of myself during sex. I also have learned how to undress myself. <laughs> and so it was, with this in mind, 
after reading somewhere recently that maybe some of you have seen this article about having uh, warm feet by keeping your socks on may increase the sensation and the length of your orgasms. Have you, did you, anybody read that? Well, my girlfriend and I decided to give it a try. I think it did the opposite. Pretty sure I know why. One little boy, one little man. Funny how time flies. Thank you. I felt the intersection of sex and music at 14 years old. Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit had just come out, and like every, tank, <laughs> every angst-ridden teenager, I thought this album was my anthem. In the Smells Like Teen Spirit music video, punk-ass cheerleaders rock out during what I consider to be a pep rally gone mad. A pep rally that I wanted to watch. No, fuck that. A pep rally I wanted to create. And so this is how I came to produce my own pep rally of sorts. Again, I was 14 years old. Nirvana's Nevermind had just dropped, and I was at a friend's house with, brunch, uh, with a bunch of teenagers maybe a touch less angry than I. I was going on and on about this band Nirvana and they had never heard of Nirvana and I went to great lengths to describe the music video where I knew the director had matched the bounce of the cheerleader's boobs to the slow and slow motion to the slow drum bridge. The entire erotic combination of this quiet, slinky drum bridge, dun, 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 to the hypnotic visual of breasts bouncing in an anarchist cheerleading outfit matched my emotional chaos. I was vibrant, subtle, yet ferocious, and horny as fuck. My friends were giving me this, you're so weird, look that was becoming more and more of a regular thing. And so thinking that they needed to just uh, hear it to believe it, I marched over to the massive living room stereo, removed the Amy Grant cassette, <laughs> and popped in Nirvana. As if planned, Smells Like Teen Spirit was queued up, so with no further introduction, I danced. I danced my fucking heart out all around my friend's living room. I jumped up and down. I screamed the lyrics with a feigned pout, and my five friends just hung back. They sat on the couches and chairs as I propelled myself around and around in sheer raw emotion. I can only... <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> I can only imagine what I looked like to them, my friends who were generally happy with their lives and the musings of Amy Grant. I was an untethered time bomb talking about boobs and listening to music that screamed, when the lights are out, life is, da life is da less dangerous. Here we are now, entertain us. I thrashed, I whipped my hair back and forth. I threw myself on the floor. I threw myself on the floor in a heaving ball of bliss. And as Kurt Cobain drew out his last moan, I orgasmed. 
I spontaneously orgasmed without having touched myself while motherfucking dancing in my friend's house while five friends looked on completely clueless as to what had just happened. This moment seals my fate of the triple threat. Exhibitionism, sex, and music. Thank you. Wasn't that fun? Thank you, Dana Rossi of the Soundtrack Series for joining us of a night of sex track. Bed Post Confessions is produced by myself, Mia Martina of MiaOnTop.com, Julie Gillis of JulieGillis.com, Sadie Smythe of That's What Sadie Said.com, and managed by Sarah Henry of O Henry Events. Podcast audio production by Ian Danskin of Innuendo Studios. You can find links to all of our websites and more information about Bed Post Confessions at BedPostConfessions.com. You can also find us posting on Facebook and less so on Twitter. Until next time, we'll leave you with a few other confessions from the audience. I confess my husband jacks off into a container and freezes it. Oh, my God. We use it later for dirty play. Dirty, dirty, dirty. (laughs) I like this one. I like the ones that relate to my life, right? And so right now, my freezer is full of breast milk. And this has been an ongoing thing with my husband and I. It was our litmus test to always talk about um, that he was going to make a breast milk latte before breast milk entered our lives. And he would clear the room talking about this. Um, And now it's happening. I I have a freezer full of breast milk, and he will not make a fucking latte with the breast milk. And he's like, yeah, no, I, I'm all talk about that. Yeah, that's right. You got me. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, I even pumped and dumped but saved the tequila breast milk for him, thinking that that would be more enticing. <laughs> you didn't expect that answer. 